I think you're gonna have to be gentle. We're gonna have to go very slow. Get ready for an hour of comedy that hits the G spot. Mm. I'm single and I am railing dicks left, right, center right now. This is a safe space for anyone who's horny for comedy. I've come making out with a girl. The sun may be going down, but we are heating things up. I need jizz. I need semen. You know what's funny about sex? Okay, if a butthole and a penis were in a fire, and you could only save one of them, which are you saving? I'd probably save a penis. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that poor butthole. Welcome to After Hours with Zach Noe Towers. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. How do you feel listening to that? I, we just talked about not liking our voices. I'm like. (laughs) God, my voice is weird. No, it's perfect. I it's feel like so good. It straddles genders or something. It's like, is this a man or a woman? Well, may, I don't know about that. It sounded, it just, it's good. When you came on, when I would hear your voice, I would go, oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we're, it's we're good. Doing we're it. back. Y'all, this is After Hours with me, Zach Noe Towers. And I'm sitting across from one of my favorite comedians, uh, someone I'm lucky enough to, I, I call you a friend. Yeah. Okay. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and um, someone who just like, uh, I, want to emulate you. I see you as like such a success story. We both are from St. Louis. Yes. Went to rival high schools. Mm-hmm. Nikki Glazer. Hi, Zach. Hi. And uh, got, you guys know our uh, host of Fuckboy Island season three on yes. Max. Um, no, it's on CW now. Oh, CW. It's okay. So sorry. So sorry. No, so sorry. No, no. CW now, Monday nights. You're also currently on the Good Girl Tour. Yeah, I'm on tour. International as fuck. It was international. I was like, yeah, it, it. we we went international in May, I think, but now it's just the States. I don't need to go over there anymore. Oh, really? I just don't like travel. I don't like customs. It stresses me out. Really? I always feel like I'm smuggling something. Maybe I saw Broke Down Palace too many times. Like, I always <laughs> feel like I might have, like, Ambien on my shoe or something. <laughs> And I'll just like not feel able to get back. I just always feel guilty. Even going to Canada, I went last week and um, felt like they just they're just, they're just are they're suspect. It's they don't want randomly you there. serious. Where yes. they like ask you. I went to Canada to visit a friend. He goes, "Where are you going?" I was like, "Oh, I don't know. My friend's picking me up." Uh-oh. And they're yeah, exactly. They had more questions. Like yeah. you don't know. I'm then like, step to the, the left, country. Sir. Go in this yeah, back room. Bend over. <laughs> well, now I'm back in. Now, now. <laughs> All right. Oh, Canada. Um, yeah, it just feels, I just don't like, not that I'm, you know, what's, uh, ecocentric or whatever it is, but I, um, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm just traveling every weekend I'm gone. Wow. Um, on the road. Are you still based out of St. Louis? Yeah, I am. Do you love it? I do. I really like, you know what I like is that when I'm here in LA or I'm in New York, I just feel constantly the pressure to go out and do stand up, go out every night do podcasts. There's always something going on that I could be doing that would better my career and just make me feel of value in this marketplace. And in St. Louis, there's just really nothing to do. (laughs) And so you can't. I like, this is, I used to have a joke about I like bondage because you get tied up and you like, it's forced laziness. I'm so I think St. Louis is forced laziness. Like, I would do a podcast, but there's none here. St. Louis is bondage for your career. It really is. It's like, it's like keeping... For me, work is alcoholic, and so it's keeping New York and LA. It's keeping the you know the bar locked up. It's sure. like if I want to go drink, I have to travel for it. Whoa! So it's like I have to work for it because I do want to drink every night. So your career is your drug. Career, yeah. Now that the, the drugs aren't my drug, oh you know, my. it just goes to just working and wow. feeling like everyone else is getting ahead tonight, and I'm not. You know, all that feeling. Totally. So you don't have FOMO in St. Louis. You're kind of no. just like, well, and you're also performing all the time. I am, but like you know, Sunday through Thursday. That's like a that used to be. I mean, I never stopped back when I was living in LA and New York. It's just you don't take a night off. There's no every night you can do comedy. So, COVID got me to appreciate, like. The silence. Eating dinner and then like watching a show and then like going to bed. That I that didn't I'd never had that since high school. I didn't know it existed. And you're like, oh, I don't have to exist in this toxic environment all the time. Yes. And like it just is it's so doing stand up, you have to do it every night to get good. And thank God I started young enough that I had the energy for that because I don't anymore. And um, and now with when you get success in stand up, then you start working during the day. You're doing TV, you're doing podcasts. And so you can't do it every night, too. Totally. It was easy to do it when you're sleeping all day. Yeah. When I was first starting in comedy, it was like, stay up so late. You drink every night. Um, yeah. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I just keep it away. Are you enjoying having, like, the daytime career? 
I, I, yeah, I, I like like feeling like I accomplished something at the end of the night where I don't have to go out and do stand up. I like, yeah, I love, I love feeling accomplished. I love feeling tired. I love looking at my schedule and being like, oh God, how am I going to do this? <laughs> like right now, I've had the craziest week of press and I am in the fine. This is like my last thing for tomorrow is like an easy day. So this is my last thing for today. And I woke uh-huh. up so early. And uh, um, so I'm just like, Right now is my sweet spot oh because my I'm God. just with my friend. This isn't making me nervous. I'm not like second guessing everything I say. Yes. I, but I'm done after this. And I, this, it already feels like I'm done. Like I'm like just hanging out with a friend. I would be doing this anyway if I, you know. So this is the, when you're done with work. Yes. It's no greater feeling. Oh. I just came. <laughs> yes. Like that feels did. like I'm, I'm about to come. Like it's all been. I've worked for it, and I'm about ready to just be spent. Cross and, that finish line. And, and I get to fall asleep and feel... Someone tosses a little cup of water in your face. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Keep going. Is it water? I don't know. Is it Wait, who tosses water in people's faces <laughs> after they come? Wait, I was picturing... Didn't the towel? Say, didn't we say a race at some point? Or no... Uh, Oh, I yeah, I went to race. the end of a race. Oh, it's that, okay, so you like, were going with the race metaphor. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't know <laughs> that. I maybe made it up. I thought you were going to go with like someone tosses a, t- a towel at you like at, to clean you up. I go, okay, he's going to maybe go there. And then, or gives you a glass of water. Guys like, sometimes a guy will do that, but I didn't know these tosses. Guys don't splash you with water and say, get the fuck out. I would kind of like it, um, I think. Because sometimes they hold into a dry towel and you're like, I need wetness to get the cum off. There are tears. Because, yes. Yeah, there's tears. First, <laughs> <laughs> there's that, too. Well, Wipe I was those up. say, there's guys who don't even think to give you a, a thing. Then there's dry towel or paper towel. Mm-hmm. Then there's wet. And then there's warm wet. Like, well, I'm going to la- wait for the water, water to warm up. I think the cold wet is the way. I think cum, like, gets sticky and tacky <laughs> with warm. I don't know. I don't really? have male cum, so maybe you should try this out. But I hear that the best way to get cum up is cold. Peanut butter. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> out of your hair. Like, gum out of your hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, we're already there. You know, I've gotten cum everywhere. Yes. And, um, me too, kind of. I'm not convinced I've gotten it all off of me. I know there are times where I like have found it dry. There, yes, there's and like I feel a crispy like such a cool behind the ear. <laughs> I love when I'm like I've been having cum on my neck all day. No one knows what a sneaky whore I am. I love that. I love when it's my little secrets. Because I'm not like an exhibitionist. I don't want people, even though I talk about sex openly. And people sometimes think, oh, I love to like have people imagining me fucking. Like, I don't at all. I don't, I'm not like in a hotel room. Like, I can't wait for people to see us or hear yeah. us. Like, that horrifies me. Um, but yeah, having a little sneaky secret where you're like, I have some cum on my neck or like, I don't know why neck, but like, I guess it's, I, I could, you get I off your face why. and it like dribbles down and you don't get that spot. Totally. And I your get bronzer line. there. Sometimes you like forget to blend the cum <laughs> and there's like a harsh line. <laughs> Um, that's actually, I want to ask you really quick because I'm also openly vocal about sex and like, I think sex should be talked about. I think it's interesting. I think it's funny. Yes. But then I get people who approach me very aggressively in a sexual way, like thinking I want that type of attention. And I'm like, oh no, no, no. Like I can see where your mind went, but like also- I don't like this. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm always like, I'm a freak on the stage, but I'm like a lady in the streets. Like that, I, I don't want to ever. That's going to catch don't on. Come into, yeah, it's really, it's really a lady. I just don't want. I get really grossed out when people are u- uber sexual with me at meet and greets or say something yeah. really disgusting. I've gotten more used to it and know how to like navigate. Just, yeah, and and not make them feel uncomfortable about saying it and not feel like oh, offended because I like you said I get where they're coming from. I would have thought that too, but. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a prude when it comes to talking about, I don't, and I don't want sexual attention. Like, yeah. that's the thing. I really feel horrible when I'm being ogled or like sexualized when I don't want to be, I mean, who doesn't feel that way? So I, it, it invites that a lot. And, um, and yeah, but I, I was thinking it is interesting to talk to you as, as someone else who is like me in that sense that just doesn't have that filter. People can't understand it. Why you why you're okay with saying these things. It, it boggles people's minds because we're all different. We all have different thresholds for what we're shameful about. I think it does come from, I felt so shame. I just noticed that sex was such a shameful thing yeah. that people didn't want to talk about. So the, I was just like, if I don't feel shame about this, I'm going to talk about it all the time because I feel like if there's, you need to like, 
provide the other side of the, I need to speak out so much more because so many people don't do it. Yeah. And I hate though when people think that I'm trying to get people turned on. Like oh. when guys have been like, I jerked off to your set. I'm like, then I didn't do a good job <laughs> because I am not trying to. I'm not audio porn. Ew. I'm telling jokes. But it is. But then I go, oh my God, I kind of, in some of my jokes where it's visceral and I'm talking very detailed and in, in, in painting a picture, it is like porn for blind people. Like if you, if you were picturing it, it would be like for blind people, like someone describing porn. You're so like, it's like. Oh. It it is pornographic. Like I I speak pornographically, and I think that's why I look up to porn stars so much because I I just am in awe of someone. I have the same thing about porn stars that people have about me. Like how could you do that? Like how could you talk yeah, about like, that? I'm like, whoa. how did you show your asshole, which you cannot control or like even no, <laughs> you can't like know what your asshole is doing when it's being filmed. <laughs> Maybe they can. Maybe they have control over it. But when a girl's asshole is being filmed, I know she knows she's cleared out. Sure. I'm watching mainly women's assholes, but with this men can, men's assholes too. They they've done the preparations to like clear up, but a lot of the porn I'm watching is like kind of persuasive anal. So like I, I don't know if she's done the proper cleansing, you know. So I'm always like so worried she's for not her ready the whole time. Yet. Yeah, yeah, that we might see something, which I think they always cut around anyway. Yeah, um, unless it's a specific type of porn. Exactly, unless you're looking for it, which some I think the porn I'm. They're always serving me up like, would you be into this? I go, no, what the fuck? And then I go, just wait a month. You know, like I'm not there yet. I will get there because this is a slippery slope. Yes. And it ends. Like maybe I do want to see. There, you know, like where the porn I watch is not the porn I started watching. So it is, you do find little places. Like I would have been horrified by the stuff that I watch if I ever saw oh. this when I first started dabbling in porn. I did see stuff like that and I was like, ew, oh. who's that for? And now me. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> I but I did realize recently that you know every single thing you do online is tracked and I feel like Instagram knows me so well they suggest things to buy that I'm like wow my boyfriend would never even people who know me the best would never even know me this way. Yes. Instagram algorithm knows me. But porn does not know me. They still think I'm a horny old man. They're still like, do you want to come in 30 seconds? You have a small dick. And they're always, are you looking for old granny women in your yes! neighborhood? You have to fuck these women. Who, why is that such a prevalent ad? It must be working. I do think about those women and what their lives must be like. Hmm. It is true. They're truly like 60 plus. Like in the kitchen with their titties down to their knees. And, in, and you go, are they local? Like, have I seen this woman walking her dog? Have I seen her gardening? I start to like look. But it, it, it does make you question how many there are. And But what it leads me to believe is that what I think porn is after is just trying to get you to the next depraved thing. Oh, and like, sure. I, these women are not sexually attractive anymore. Let's, I'm just being. They could be, but that's a fetish then. Yeah. Like, they're not able to reproduce anymore. Therefore, they're, like, kind of devoid. Listen, I'm not being judgmental. I'm, I'm just saying, like, we're there. And not that reproduction is the only reason to be sexually attracted to someone. It's just that it's... It's 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 a it's a it's a very specific kink, but I think that's what porn is doing is trying to just get you to the next weird thing, and they're always trying to just get you into more weird stuff. Like I'm into like enema porn. <laughs> wait, wait, I can't wait. Even say it. What I won't is, even say it. Can really. I say it? Enema, enema porn. porn. What is, it's when people use an enema. I don't know why en I like it. You know, okay, I do. I, I do know why because here's how I got there because I like anal stuff because okay. I like anal sex myself, and so um. I watch a ton of anal porn and then you reach the, at some point you're out, you're done. There's no more. And then you go, what's this? There's a butt. There's a, a butt There's hole. a thing going I know like it. the anatomy of women so well. Like I can tell from like 20 feet away if she's getting it in her ass or her pussy <laughs> by like, it's just centimeters. But oh. I like, I know now because you can access the like, asshole yeah. or vagina from the same, from behind or yeah. from forward. Like it doesn't have to be doggy style for anal. In totally. fact, I would argue that best, the best anal is like missionary. Missionary? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, the enema stuff, I think why I like it is because this is so, I'm feeling like so vulnerable, but I think I like, I'm going to close my eyes because okay? <laughs> I feel too vulnerable. I like it. Now it's making it sound more sensual. I like it because there's like always a someone there that's like coaching the person. Like you can't do an enema yourself. Like I like porn where the guy or girl that is doing the thing to the person is like, talking them through it and being like supportive, but firm, <laughs> like challenging them, 
but also like good job, like good girl. Like in, <gasps> and, in enemas, they're always like it's almost like I'm always looking at like gynecological porn. Like I like it to be <laughs> rooted I, in, yeah, like rooted truth. in like someone being like, I gotta get this done. Like yeah. this needs to happen, and I'm to. sorry, you have to do this right now. You have, yeah. Is there putting in a tampon porn? That Wait. feels very like that would feel like almost pre like oh 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 because oh, anyone sorry. learning how to do that retract I, mean, I, mean, no, no, I no, didn't no, think no, about because there are girls that uh, get I, I don't use tampons until later in an adult life so I could see them getting like coached on yeah that turned me on just thinking about for a second <laughs> just someone being like like there's Mormon porn tons it. where the like, girls are just like what's going on and like I could see well, a wet. dude being like I have to teach you how to put in a tampon that would really turn me on but I <laughs> honestly pussy stuff doesn't even get me anymore like I need anal you've progressed. Pass it. I need double, double, or at least just anal, or at least double. Like if we're having pussy, we got to have anal with it. It's okay, like, but yeah. double, a double is in one in the pussy, one in the ass, or double. No, in double both meaning in the pussy. like no. I don't really like putting two in one. Mm. Um, it just seems like too much, and seems like it might hurt. Whereas I just think two one in one would not hurt. Like I'm kind of always. I don't watch porn like. I think about myself, and I know I could take that. <laughs> I have taken that. I can, not not with two people, but oh, like damn. toys. Plus, okay, okay, plus, okay, okay. Plus people. Plus people. Plus many people. <laughs> <laughs> not with two people. With four yeah, to six people. Yeah. yeah. Waiting in line for the for the puss. No. Uh, yeah. I actually wasn't sure if because you talk about anal in your stand up, uh -huh. and I wasn't sure if that was like. Uh, an extension of the truth. Like I, I, I didn't know you were actually no, into I anal. I really love it. I love it. It's unfortunate how much I like it because it makes sex. Um, like if I want to come the way I want to come, it's a. I got to go in the bathroom and do a, a douche and yeah. like jump up and down. Honey, and like, you get it. Like. <laughs> Yeah. You think about your diet. You think about like your, you. the past day and a half. Okay, you I've think never about... really thought to talk about this with someone, but like <laughs> yeah. you, your sex life, if you aren't ready to, if you're a bottom and you're not ready to be penetrated, what do you do? What do, you do? do you um, sometimes wing it? Because I've done that. Oh, yeah. A little prayer. I'm sure people wing it all the time. For yeah. sure. And it probably turned out Most of the time fine. it's fine. Fine with like a, a streak of mishap. Listen, and the thing that what happened that wasn't fine, I don't know about that. Only that person saw it, probably because I kind and they're of dead now. And, and I killed, killed them. them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it, the first time it happened to me, I was I really did want to die. I thought I was like, but my were life they was over. They were so kind. understanding. Yeah, like, clean. Like I went to the when the shower and ran in the shower and was just like, literally looking for places like to hang myself. I was like, I can't continue life. What am I going to do? But I went back in and he changed the sheets and acted like nothing fucking happened. And he was someone that really doesn't like to. He doesn't Mess. even like. Poop jokes. Whoa. This is someone who will like, n I've never, like, he doesn't like that kind of humor. So I thought if the, if that, that's going to ruin us, but it it's never come up. It's like, and uh, I'm sure it's like happened again and things, but I don't ever hear about it or see it. And there's a lot of times when I'm having that kind of sex where I go like, I don't think so. And sometimes he's like, like if I really go, no, <laughs> like he gets it. But if I'm like, that's risky uh, and he's still into it. Yeah. yeah. You know okay. what you signed up for. Yeah. It's on you. Literally. If you go digging in a rabbit hole, you're going to find a rabbit. Yeah. So what do you, like, how do you prepare? Oh, like so honestly, I have been in the side era of my life. Mm -hmm. And side, do you know that term? No, I just, uh, did you see me go like, yeah, I get yeah. it. Like I tried for a second. <laughs> I thought you would just continue talking and I could figure it out no, through context totally. clues. But it's kind of new. What is it? It's like, uh, if you see like. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> I, you got to rewind that. Like whoever's watching, rewind me, go like, cool. Like I'm yeah. Dan Savage or something and I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know. I, like it sounded familiar, but literally. Could not you know what? Because once I say it, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's exactly okay. what I Side. was lying to think I thought. OK, um, if like sex is like Thanksgiving dinner and anal is the turkey, mm. I'm interested in all the side dishes. Okay. And you mix them all together. Yeah. And so it's like mouth stuff, you yeah. know, hand stuff like grinding. So I've been in that because I think I got so fatigued with <sighs> the pressures of because even when OK, even when you're like, I'm good, douched, water rain clear, let's go. In the back of my mind, I'm still like, 
please don't shit on this person. There's a little part of you that yeah. always thinks there's going to be something in it's there. It's stressful. It is stressful. I'm at the point, though, with my partner that I feel, like I said, if something happens, I just don't really even care. And no. as long there's nothing better than having anal sex when you feel really in the clear. Oh. It is the best feeling in the world when you know based on your diet and like everything you just went through in there. Mm-hmm. I like I have a whole system. <laughs> I will say, I mean, I'm sure uh, most gay men know this. But jumping up and down yeah. once you and doing like slosh, a ketchup slosh, bottle, slosh, slosh. like pounding it like, <laughs> up and down. Also with farts, if you're ever a girl that like, or like this can be for girls and guys. If you ever want to get farts out that are caught in you, ketchup bottle yourself. So like when you jump, like, like pound, like, you know, like hard fall. And they will, like right now, th- I just conjured just- <laughs> some. Some are, some are coming to the surface. And then do you coming need someone to like slap the back of you, like the 57 on your side? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the trick. But yeah, it's like, it's so annoying to have to do all that stuff. And I had the perfect anal douche for a while that was like my it was I just need to get a new one it's very simple to buy one on Amazon and have it shipped to you but we I got one when I went I went to Mexico and I forgot to bring it and and my partner was coming to join me there and he went to just some store and he bought one and to squeeze it you need two hands and I can't go like this and he's not gonna he's not helping me we're not I haven't introduced him into my enema stuff yet so I can't do it with one hand so I was just like I was crying one day just like I can't even do it and it's just such a it's such a production but again I like to work hard and earn things so it feels when I've gotten it all out and sometimes you think you got it out and, and then, then you and then you just go let me just check one more time and then you're like I didn't it didn't even but scratch the I surface. will like fucking like how many times will you put water up your ass because sometimes it takes me so this is the thing after I go past five I'm like I don't think I should do this like I think I'm like I've hit a mine. Like right. I've hit like a vein. I of, know. Sometimes you open something up yeah. and you're like, "Whoa, this is." <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't plan for this, but this is not. Like, that's not even ready to come out. That's not cooked yet. The door they find in the haunted house that's like <laughs> yes. behind the cupboard. You're like, we shouldn't go in there. It's, yeah, there have been times where like my boyfriend's so like so excited, and then I go in there and um and I and I'm because I'm like I, I'm like yeah we're we're doing it like just give me. 30 minutes to yeah. like adequately and then I come out I'm like we found something I <laughs> <laughs> can't it's but I, I I've done it to the point where I <laughs> you stick this thing up your ass so many times that you start to go I've ruined the fun of having something up my ass like I've already I'm already coming I think from how good this has felt over and over it almost fe- it's it's so interesting. I I um I yeah, I got to get a new one though because I do love it so much, but I think I just got lazy and so my sex life has actually taken quite a uh, a dip and I think I've attributed it to hormones and which is all true for me and and depression or just being busy, but I think a real big thing is that I haven't communicated to my partner is like I like anal sex more than vaginal by a hundred times more. Wow. That's how much more I like it. And it's it really is the only way I I think I can come without like a really big production. And so it that's that's why we don't have it as much. I was gonna say, are you and this is if it's any of this is too private, obviously say, are you like touching yourself in the front while they're in the back? Uh yeah. I mean, there's usually something in the front plus on the front. Like I use like the Hitachi one. I like a lot of stimulation. Okay. Like I, it's kind of representative of like how I am <laughs> in my career. Like she's doing a podcast, she's doing a reality show, she's doing a stand-up tour. Like uh, that's me like, with sex. I'm like that's why I like watching gangbangs. I really feel like I relate to these women because they're just like, oh, like, this is my career. Just like one here, one here, down the throat, in the pussy, in the ass, and just like, why just- did I agree to this? It's just so much. Nikki, that's so fucking and, funny. And you also are like so impressed with her. Like I'm always so like, good sh- wow. And I think I'm always seeking that kind of validation for my own self of like I like when people go how do you, you do How'd so you much do it makes that? me feel good so I think sure. that that's why I, I I relate to that so much and I love I love gangbangs man and not for myself I've never been in one but I think about it a lot I was gonna say um is that something that you and your partner would you ever have you what's your threesome story like or your group sex there's never is been there... uh, there's just talk of it constantly it's almost like every Every discussion we have while we're making love involves other people as well. In uh, that, it, like we fantasize about it a lot. A guy or a girl or both? Both. I think for for me it would be men, and for him it would be women. Classic. But we both play like we're 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 both like open to each other's thing. And but I 
I always like to kind of tell him, like, please know that, like, what I say in there, don't, it's not always. I'm not under oath. Yeah, like, I don't always, like, sometimes I, I, I don't really want to get gangbanged. I just don't see a world in which I will uh, honestly want that or be ready for that. And um, I don't want to say never because it is something I think about a lot. So it's like, I don't want to, it's like hosting SNL. Like if it doesn't happen, I'll be okay, but it would be cool. But I don't know if I could do it and I'd be scared to say yes. <laughs> Maybe the guys of SNL can gangbang you. Our, I'll, I'll give it, there's not enough black guys. I'm just kidding. As long as Keenan's still Keenan's in the mix. <laughs> this is 20 years from now. He's on life support. He's like, they wheel him in. He's still there. You gotta fuck Nikki. <laughs> Daryl Hammond. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know if I ever want it, but I do like, I think that it's enough for me to think about because I think sometimes that's why I get scared of monogamy is that I do obviously from my, the porn that I watch, I think, man, I think I have some unfinished business. Like, I'm not jerking off to like a monogamous couple like <laughs> having their like cursory one week of one day a week sex or whatever you know like I'm jerking off to gangbangs gang and so bangs, yeah. and I'm not doing it because I'm like I it's because I want it it's not like I'm oh good for her you know like, I want it so then it makes me sad to think like if I get involved in a relationship that wouldn't allow that so I think my boyfriend is open to the idea of it but I also Oh, uh, you know, he's, I do a, a, my closing bit about this is uh, I do on my show right now, but he, um, he is really good at making it feel like I'm getting gang banged. Like he blindfolds me and then he like pretends to be other guys. No. Yeah. Wait, is that real? It's real. It's awesome. And like voice changes? Yeah. Like, uh, Whoa. like he's kind of, it's more silent. Like there's, I sit in my bit, I talk about him doing voices and he kind of has done that a little bit, but mo it's mostly like these guys are just like gimps and they're not talking. So they're, Whoa. but he, he acts like the ringleader and like calls them in one by one. And they take turns and yeah, they do and different things. Yeah, and then he things. uses different toys. Like so it's never fucker. his. Yeah, like different stuff. It's the, the really cool thing yeah. is that he, um, and this is all a joke in case you know my boyfriend. This is totally a joke. <laughs> and this didn't really actually happen. But he, in a joking world, he would say to me, um, you can't fuck them. Like you can blow them and do other stuff, but and they can go down on you, but you can't fuck them. And I'm, at first, I'm like, wait, why? Like, why this rule? But then I realized because they each try to fuck me, and I go, no, I can't. My boyfriend said I couldn't. I could do other stuff, and they're like, come on. And I'm like, okay. And then I cheat on my boyfriend <laughs> with these with guys because the my boyfriend's in the hallway. He doesn't know what's happening, right? And then he comes back in and is like, did you fuck that guy? Like I told you, you shouldn't. He seemed like you fucked him, like when he left. And I'm like, I would never do that to you. <gasps> and then I lie to him about fucking, and he knows that. I, so we get to like, I get to do that all is this fucking like inception shit. That's like a dream within a dream. Because there, you know, I don't want to cheat on my boyfriend, but there is a fantasy of like the 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 little like, oh, I'm getting away with something. I get to lie, I get to cheat. Like I'm planning his murder with one of them. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> I'm getting to do everything I've ever wanted to do. It's um, yeah, it's fun. But they're not talking. They're kind of being nonverbal. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's su it's such a good idea. Like I I like to talk about it because I just think it's a brilliant way to address that fantasy without doing it because sure. it really does. I don't have that great of an imagination and it works really well on me. Like I'm like I don't need like I've told him because we've talked about like what does what does the future of our sex life look like and I'm like if you can pull this off frequently enough I don't need it. Like I that is that is exactly that's fantasy and that's that felt like the real thing. Wow. And I don't want to talk to the guys anyway. And they would probably try to talk to me. You know? And that you lose interest based on what they have to say. Yes. Like, exactly. So I'm just like, yeah, I, because I, the reason I don't think I could do a gangbang is like, I have to love those. Like, I like, sex to me is like, I gotta be into, I gotta like, think you're hot and like, cool and like, talk to you. Like, sure. I have to be like, horny. For, I just, it's, I don't want just randos that my boyfriend picks out. Yeah. I just wouldn't be able to do that. So this just makes it a safe space for me to You need do that. like a Snow White and Seven Dwarf situation where mm. you kind of like love all of them and then they yes. just take turns plowing <laughs> you. I mean, One Direction. I think I, if yes. I would have been up the right age, I could have been like, okay, that band, I love all those Perfect. guys. Perfect. And you're part of history. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure so many girls have banged bands. I mean, that's a thing. I hope so. Yeah. If comedians are getting banged, yeah. Oh God, they're getting popular so much. bands. Should do be you getting get banged? banged? Like, do you, do you do as well as straight men? Um, I do pretty well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got to be uh, fame it's or like someone seeing someone on stage is just an aphrodisiac. It just makes you attracted to the person, no matter what. I 
pulled a guy much out of my range. Good. He was like 6'3". I thought he was straight when he walked into the show. Mm. He wasn't. And I will say I had a great game moment because he and these girls came up to me after the show. And one of the girls was like, so what hotel are you staying at? I was like, I would never tell you what hotel I'm staying at. I'd tell him what hotel I'm staying at. Great. Funny. (laughs) You're joking. Uh Uh-huh. But But then he DM'd me later and he was like, so what hotel are you staying at? (gasps) Stop it. And he came over and we- we had a Christian slumber party where we made out and just rolled around in bed. Are you still like thinking about him? No. Really? Because I'm very single and very loving it. So like I kind of like Got enjoy it. the moment and I just like move on. That is so hot. What, like He was hot. You he, saying uh, that line is so horny. It's like that is so, that's something I would do. That's so, I've done shit like that too where you just like, you, j- you put it out uh-huh. there and if they pick it up. But if, right. if they don't pick it up, no Still harm. a joke. It was just a joke. We all know he's hot. He's towering over us. Oh, In my his Patagonia, God. In you the, know, like, And getting pullover. that DM must have felt so good. Oh, yeah. Oh but also, God. I have this, do you, did you ever have this dating where as you got more famous or as you get more popular or seen or, like, people fall in love with you from what they know of you? Yeah. And then it's like, do they like me right. or do they like this thing that I've presented them with. Yes. I mean, or I they, yeah, you... they have parasocial relationships with you from listening to you on yeah. things. And so they think they know you. And, but we are very much ourselves on totally. air. So they're not wrong in thinking that because I felt that way about people, but I just, yeah, I, I, I always am questioning why people like me and I just don't want, <laughs> and I want them to, you know, I, sometimes I'm like, I, I asked for my, my, my boyfriend, I, for Christmas, I was like, will you just write a card and like write all the reasons you love me? Like I, cause sometimes I'm like, I know you do, but like, why? Like I, I always want to know why my mom even, she's like, cause I'm your mother. And I go, but like, why? Yeah, but like, that's not a great reason. Like that's not, yeah. That sounds like, it's just like, well, cause I have to. I landed with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, like, what, do I make you happy? Like, why, why do you like having me around? And so, um, yeah, when. When people just tend to be, I think that, and every time pe- I'm on TV or something, I look the best I've ever, I've, I've been in hair and makeup and I'm not usually like that outside of that. So I always feel like I'm going to disappoint them in some way. They put me on a pedestal. And, um, but I do, I do like to be appreciated for like, I think. The other stuff. No, for the stuff. Okay. <laughs> I was going to like, you think I'm going to say the other stuff, yeah. like who I am outside of that. But sure. I think that that. I do, I do like when people are like, you're a fucking queen, like, or like a deep, like all these things I don't feel it. Um, I think I, I, sometimes I will say I crave that. I, I think I'm speaking about my own relationship. I think sometimes my boyfriend is so just like used to me being in the spotlight that it doesn't like enchant him anymore. Yeah. Like and I was thinking about Rachel Feinstein. She had the funniest bit. She was talking about like when she first met her husband, Pete, she like invited him to this. She was like on set for something and she was like, and he's a firefighter. And so she was like, I'm going to invite him on set and he's going to be like, I just can tell he's going to be dazzled by me and like, oh my God, like my, my, this girl that I'm potentially he's dating amazing. is like, she's on, she's on a movie she's set. And like, whoa, there's cameras and lights. And she said he was just like, yeah, I've been on set before. Like, he was just kind of like, where's craft service? Where's crafty? She goes, crafty? How have you been on a set? He's like, yeah, I've been on some sets. I played a goon in a, in a college production. Like, she was like, what? You played a goon? What are you talking? How do I? So, like, they're never, like, that impressed. And my boyfriend, like, I'm always like, did you watch me on this thing? And he's like, no, no because I... why? And I'm like. Because I, because everyone else did. And, and he goes, but I like you outside of that. Like, I don't need to, that does not change what I, how I care about you. Sure. And I'm like, it should. <laughs> I'm fantastic. I'm just, I'm, I'm dazzling up there. And that's why I sometimes think that like, but he, but it's, it's, it's never enough. You know, like whatever he gives me, I'm like, but I want the other kind of love. And I want you to think that I'm like, so now he, um, from, from therapy, we have, it's really pathetic, but I'm like, when I send you a clip on Instagram, like it means that it's important to me. It means that I want you to watch it. And like when I'm on the talk on CBS, like I do want you to tune in and it doesn't matter that like I'm on these shows all the time. And I, and he's like, but you do too many things. And I'm like, I don't need to want you to listen to every podcast I do. God, please, especially this one, please don't listen. I hope he doesn't listen, but I want you to watch the big things. And it's, it's like, um, but then, and that's why this all brings us to Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's why I do believe that God. Travis Kelsey is um, is legit because he seems to be the first 
guy that is actually like, damn. Enamored by her. I'm dating Taylor yes. Swift. Like you he refers are to her right. as Taylor Swift. He doesn't say Taylor. He's like, even now when they're clearly dating, he's like, you know, you, you don't just Swift. do that with Taylor Swift. Like, he's like, <sighs> and all the other guys, I think because they definitely thought of her as Taylor Swift, but they had to play it cool. Yeah. They were being cool. He's yep. not cool. And I was on Nick Vile's podcast yesterday and he kind of synthesized it so perfectly and said, it's because he is secure enough that he doesn't care to look like a cheese ball and like be like, I'm dating Taylor Swift. Like he's the coolest guy ever. He is Taylor Swift of his profession. Yeah. He there's no part of him that is going to feel like emasculated yeah. by being like, Oh my God, I'm, can you believe this chick I got? And it's really an interesting thing because you would think that wouldn't be attracted to her. Even I remember when he made the friendship bracelet for her with his number on it. I was like, ew, dude. <laughs> this guy is just Gross! I was pissed about it. Really, I, was like, I, I really thought that. he was doing it to get his name in the tabloids oh, with oh, Taylor Swift oh. because anything with you talk about Taylor and suddenly you, 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 nobody get to have a headline because you mentioned Taylor Swift on a podcast as me, a nobody talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, I've, I've had my name next to her many times, but I don't do it because I'm like I'm going to use her, and I felt like it was I like, love her. Yeah, it's just I'm talking about her because I like her, but I think people sometimes like will ta- have a take on her. Andrew Schultz just to like have a clip where it will go viral oh, because if you yuck. talk about her and go like I love Taylor Swift now it's like do you or do you, you just want the views the that you know that anything about Taylor Swift gets watched totally I'm just saying and and he probably does really love her I, I don't mean to throw shade but I did and <laughs> it's I'm just looking grown. out for my girl and uh <laughs> but I thought Travis Kelsey was on that on that train and I was like ugh and then it, it but I think I think she was probably like I like I like that she liked it. And you know what? I would have liked it too. Yes. Some guy boldly being the like, I wanted to player? give her my number. Yeah. Like and, the varsity jock. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's really good. And I think, I think I definitely, I would put money on them getting married and having kids at this point without question. And you're I think like it's a done. fucking Taylor Swift. I think it's done. Yeah. I, I don't see this. I, I think they're both at the, at the point in their lives. I think she does want a family as much as I don't want her to have kids. Because it means that our lives, two paths will diverge. <laughs> she took the path well traveled, well traveled, and I took the one less. And um, she'll start writing songs about kids, and I'll go bye. <laughs> Can't relate, you know. And that's that'll be a sad day for me. Like I really will mourn the loss of this like connection I feel to her. But I really w- wish that for her, and I think this is the one. Oh, yeah. Do you like Taylor Swift? You so tea? Yes, oh yes, we talked about Midnight yes! Weaver. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. No. no, you were my buddy to talk about um like the Evermore drop and the yeah. folklore drop. Like we were talking during COVID about the, all this. There was a lull where I sent you a playlist while we wait for more Taylor. That's right. Yeah. You, oh, I totally forget that. Of course. You, did you, you go to Eris? Yet? Not yet. Well, I went to the, the tour show twice. Nice. I went to the very first night in Phoenix or Glendale, Arizona. Wait, yeah. uh, that is the the one regret I have in life is not going to the first night because the first night, no one knew it was going to happen. I know. That's the only night we got surprises. I, I mean, know. some people kind of did horse blinders and, and went to the show not knowing. Yeah. But you couldn't avoid it no. online. If you went online. But that first moment where it was like, it's been a long time, time coming. Yeah. And then they lifted it up and they go, it's been a long time. <laughs> was it the best moment of your life? Because it's it's listening to I can't being in your presence of someone who saw that for the first time live. Oh. I can't. What was it? Yeah, I mean, it was stunning. I, I was I was like jaw on the floor the whole time. And then you, did you experience I mean, fatigue in the concert? Because it's three and a half hours. No. At hour oh, you see, at hour two fifty, I was like, I'm kind of oh, tired. Like because your anxiety. Is yeah, like, like I've just like you're spiking. Yeah, the whole time. it's too long to be that amped up. Totally. Um, I God. Even just thinking about when they lift that thing up and and, and her coming out, it's 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 like the that's what I would I went to nine shows and it's like that's why I went to nine is just for that moment like the countdown. Oh ant- my god! <sighs> and and I mean, can we just talk about our favorite eras tour? I haven't seen the movie yet, but yeah. my favorite moments are. When are you seeing the movie? As soon as I can. I haven't because oh. it's Thursday through Sunday. I'm working usually, sure. so I guess I'll maybe see it the Sunday. Um, but I'm going on October twenty eighth. Oh, I'm not in town, okay, but man, okay. I would go with you. God, oh. that sounds fun. Because yeah. I'm br- going to bring like someone who's probably not a Swifty. And, but I've heard that people are being converted. Yeah, movie, they better. Big time. I think that's impressive. I understand converting Swifties from the live show. Yeah. Because it's like all the energy in the room. But, but at a, a movie, movie? Be, be going in and watching a three-hour concert I movie of someone know. that you only know a couple of their songs 
and going like, I get it. Yeah. If anything, I would think people would go like, what Whoa. the, this is too long. But yeah. I'm, I'm so impressed that people are, I'm still getting texts, which I did all through Eras like, tour of like, it. I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Like I'm getting a lot of people going like, She's I was perfect. wrong about this. She's going to save the world. Yeah. But the best parts are um, the illicit affairs interlude. Um, <laughs> my tears ricochet. Anytime she collapses to the ground to her knees <laughs> are the best for my, me. My, I think- Looking back, one of my favorite songs was Vigilante shit. Oh, it was very Chicago, very like they all had chairs and I, they were like- It was sexual. It was so sexual. It was the most sexual we've ever seen her get. Like she does this one part where she's like, I don't dress for women, you know, I don't dress for men. And she, lately I've been dressing for revenge and I've watched it every single one. She always stops right before the pussy. She never goes full <laughs> down. She's she's wholesome. She gets real close and then it slides it's off, like, right off the it's like when you fake a high five <laughs> yeah. or it went too slow. She's just so, like, I'm always like, did she get, like, nasty? She didn't. She's so cute. But she gave us enough because she, the plop is nasty where she's like, boom. And yep. it's like, that is, like, sitting on a dick. It is. There is a, but, in the butt, too, probably. Yeah, but there's kids at the show, and it was it was never indecent. It was never, like, um, it was never crude. Never whap. Yeah, it wasn't. It was, but it was so hot. It was so good. Oh my god, I love her. Okay, speaking of hot. Okay, and we've been getting juicy with Nikki Glazer. <laughs> Shifting to climate but to go back a little bit, um, what do you remember? The first thing that made you horny? Oh, that's a good question. Or like the first time yeah. you became oh, yeah. aware of sex? The first thing that I remember there was like something on PBS where a woman had cleavage and a guy was like what's this like touching it and I just was like what is my body doing like I, I wanted to watch it again but there was no like DVR like rewinding right. and I remember thought about that a lot but the really the first time that I felt like a charge was um was there was two moments and I they blend together for me but Romeo and Juliet oh Claire Danes Le and Leonardo DiCaprio just like that over the sheet like the the romance between them just yeah. I just remember being so obsessed with him after that that like I'd never felt that way before, like this intense, like that's all I want to talk about. Um, but really the scene that did it was the the roller coaster scene uh from fear. Oh, when she gets fingered. Fingered. Being fingered is like the coolest thing ever. There's and talk just... about a chaotic environment. Yeah. That's the no Nikki Glazer stamp of and approval. And I was scared of roller coasters at that time in my life. So it was just like this that's that <laughs> and being on a roller coaster feels like coming. Mixing it with a Exhilaration. In you. Oh my God. It was so, and he's scary. He's bad for you. He's going to chop off your dog's head later in the movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is all very erotic. So I think that was probably it. But I watched porn a lot as a kid. It's fascinated by it. Um, but I didn't masturbate and, or know what that was, or I didn't know how to like, Use what to body. do with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then I got very horny for Dave Matthews all through high school and was constantly on the verge. I was just edging all through high school <laughs> watching storytellers on VH1. Had no idea that I was getting sweaty and horny like in front of my dad watching this him play Crush or describe the origin of the song Crush. But I would just like, I would like sweat and like rock back on my heel, you know, like sitting on the ground. Like I was so, I was, but I don't know why I didn't put it all together. I just never thought to touch myself. Well, I was going to say, you have sis, a sis, mm -hmm. uh, did they talk about sex or did you, did you two talk she about sex? She was younger than me. So okay. it never, but she had sex before me. She kissed a boy before me. She did have, she was like more of the older sister. I was just so stunted. Really? I was a really late bloomer. Okay. Um, but sexually, I think, yeah, it started happening for me around eighth grade um, was when I was like, okay, yeah, I like this. And then didn't have sex until I was 21, didn't kiss a boy until I was like 17, but it was like almost a truth or dare kind of situation, yeah. so it didn't count. And then um, didn't have a relationship until I was 24. Everything was like so slow, but I was obsessed with sex and wanted to learn about it and talk about it. And uh, like, yeah, I think that's why I talk about it so much now. Sure. Is not because I'm like, I like doing it as much as I'm just like, well, I do like doing it, but I just am, it's just always was such a mystery to me. Yeah. And I think that's why now I talk about it all the time because it's like, now we can talk about this thing that as a kid, I was always just trying to figure out anything about it, but you couldn't ask. Yeah. And we were just getting the internet, like when we were mm, kids. Yeah. Chat rooms. Yeah. Just like, to, yeah. Find, finding out about sex from the worst way possible. Oh, and Strangers porn, in and Toronto. Slowly downloading oh, porn. That was you just, didn't know what it was going to be. No, so I was, was like, always just like, please let there be a dick in it. Please let there be a dick in it. Oh my God. When was the time, first time you felt horny? Oh, um, probably like watching like Aladdin, Prince Eric. A, a Disney prince has really oh, got me yeah, going. And those... then the underwear aisle at like 
uh, Target or whatever, like the underwear pictures, guys' briefs. Yes. Like it was like chiseled abs. Oh, God, yeah. And then okay, like a bulge. Good taste. Yeah. And I also Soul played with Barbie. So Ken, I wanted to, see, I, I, I just needed to see his dick, but obviously. <laughs> just the mound yeah it was wait like that's so interesting to me did you feel like bad about like did you already know what gay was and like it was something like did was it something that you were open to being or was it something you were like oh fuck what's going on here you're fully interviewing me um, I'm interested I'm uh, like I, I would ask this for at lunch I'm just interested I have known I was gay since I was like five years old right but but did you know what it was at five I knew I wanted male attention yeah. but I don't think I knew it meant I want dicks in my butt <laughs> Hope not. That's a good point. Okay. Uh, Sharpie markers were the first thing that made it past the threshold. Really? Yeah. So if you made a poster in my house around 1995, <laughs> oh, no. you've touched the inside of my asshole. Wait, so you knew you wanted things up there? I mean, there was only a matter of time before I like- Yeah, there's only one I was like, hole down there that yeah. feels like it's something to and go I in. And I think I knew, like, do you remember MTV's Undressed? Yep. Yes. It's the first thing I jerked that off to. That was horny. Yes. That was softcore porn. Softcore. They was... rip off their shirts, slam against the wall, then commercial oh, yeah. break. So you'd have to be like, Ugh! oh, God. <laughs> like jerk off really fast. I do. The anal thing for me started at a young age, too. And I feel like that's an interesting moment in my life where I, I felt a lot of shame about it because I knew that's like not the place where things are supposed to go. But I remember sitting on my friend, on Geyer Road. I was waiting for my parents to come pick me up, but I was sitting on my friend's porch and I was just like on the railing, you know, like straddling it. Like we were just kind of waiting for my mom and so we're walking on the railing and I'm like, you know, jumping over it and walking along. And then there was like this end that looked like a perfect butt plug, like at the end of the railing. And I just sat upon it, like just like not even meaning to it. I was just like, and it felt so good. And I knew instantly that was so wrong that that felt good. And I, but I thought about that all that pole all the time. It's still there. I dr I honk when I drive past it. <laughs> I send my friend videos of it. I'm like, there he is. It was the one first. that got away. The one that got like I I'll never forget. And just hoping she didn't see me, like whatever happened to my face when it went up there. But like it that I like finding little crumbs of your origin who, story. Yeah, through your life because I think that for me I still have a lot of shame wrapped up in like liking anal sex so much. I don't know why. Well, I guess I do because well, it's not raised up as like the pinnacle think, of sex. Yeah, and people it's like don't a joke get it. Still. And girls are like, "Ow, it hurts." And I'm like, "What's wrong with me that I like this thing that everyone is claiming it hurts so bad, but I've never experienced that in my life. It's yeah. always just gotten real easy." <laughs> <laughs> like, what's wrong the butt with me? The wants what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> it really That's does. My favorite Selena Gomez song. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think that it's nice for me that like I like that I had that thing of like, oh, it was always a part of who I was. I always liked that. I think a lot of these things do start then and then they like form over time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also two things. Do you remember watching Romeo and Juliet and thinking Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio were fucking adults? Oh God, yeah. And you watch it now. Children. They it's look so like they're gross. in eighth grade. I tried to jerk off to it recently because I just wanted to like be it, nostalgic and like, oh, it uh, did something to me then. No, no, no. Crazy. No, you can't. Feels like a crime. It's so gross. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. That's so funny because I did try to revisit it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's shocking. Children. Through the fish tank, which seemed like uh, the most adult thing ever. And now it looks like little kids looking at fish. Well, they were speaking. Shakespearean, so yes. that was probably added to the adultness of it because sure. no one talks like that. But yeah, it is weird. Also, how much... maybe your gangbang should be Dave Matthews Band. I think it's a perfect answer. <laughs> it's actually like a part of my joke that I do. Really That's so funny. I don't want you to think I stole it from you when you no, see my special. I would never. That's so funny because I say my ideal gangbang is one white guy who's organized it and two or three black guys that like <laughs> holding it down. Like they're, they're like it would be nothing without them, and we all know it. But the, let's let the white guy have the spotlight of like he's got the. <laughs> he put it together. The fragile he ego. He put his name on it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he got it sold. Yeah. But um that is uh that's that's so funny. I love you. We're on the same page. I love you too. <laughs> um all right. We've been so Can wackadoodle on this episode. I know, isn't that crazy? It's really cool that I'm here on your birthday. I it, feel special. it is honestly a great gift. I 
feared, of course, that like your schedule would maybe take over and you wouldn't get to do the show for whatever reason. Oh I was my just God. like, I was being, a, I was catastrophizing. No, I would never cancel this. Well, that's... I mean, it probably would be the one that I could cancel because you're my friend. Yeah. And you would understand and I would able be able to text you about it. Yeah. So, um, but no, I'm so glad I didn't. I, there was no chance that was happening. I was so excited to do it because I watch your clips. I'm sorry, I don't watch the show long form. No, but okay. I, your clips, I crave. Yeah, it's they're just, cr- they're beautiful looking. It's just shot really well. The lighting's good. Everyone always looks. I, I was dying to get on yours because I just want that sh- that clip. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting is so good. We're gonna have the purple so... and the blue. It's good. We're gonna Pinky. have so many clips from this. Are you I'm kidding? I'm so excited. Are you kidding? Don't do the gangbang one because I don't want to burn my material. <laughs> I'm truly putting it in a special. I actually will, maybe if you remember things that you don't want the clip, please let us Just know. Just that one. That's the okay, only okay. one. Oh my God, it's so funny though. Oh, and, and I know it is, but it's going to go on my social. But um, but there were so many other funny things. Oh yeah. And anything, the ketchup bottle. Yeah. Anything where I'm talking about my boyfriend in a way that if you were a boyfriend, like people who are editing this, if you were a boyfriend, were like, I don't know that I'd be thrilled about that. That's, <laughs> that's why I don't want it because- I don't, when I say it on stage, my boyfriend's like, okay about it. But when I say it on podcast form, it sounds like it's, it's like very a real, real thing. Very yeah. real. So it can be on serious because he doesn't have a subscription. <laughs> but <laughs> clip wise, he's on Instagram. So let's keep it, mom. No, he's, he'd be okay with it. I, I presented it away. I feel like safe about, but yeah, maybe just let's not rub it in his face. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So this segment is thoughts and prayers. Thoughts is spelled T-H-O-T-S. And this is where we hear from our sexy, sexy, sexy listeners. If you've got a funny sex story, a scary sex story, if you need advice or just thoughts and prayers, please email us at afterhourswithzachnoetowers at gmail.com. That is all spelled out. Or call us and leave us an anonymous voicemail at 323-473-4533. Email one. I think my family found my strap on. I recently had to live with some family members due to being in between jobs and finally got a place of my own two months ago. The problem, I left a few things that I got mailed to me in a box yesterday. Some clothes, a couple books, and a large-ish vibrating strap-on. No words were spoken about the strap-on, though they obviously know about it, and I'm a couple states away, so I haven't seen them since I got the box. I'm planning on visiting them within the next couple of months, but I'm afraid of it being weird. They aren't, like, super conservative or anything, but they're fairly repressed. Is there a way to soften the awkwardness before I arrive? Oh, God. This, this wouldn't sucks. face your family at all. They've seen some stuff, but <laughs> you don't want to ever rub it in their face. Like, that's the thing. That's, a, that's so awkward. Do you think, though, that... They don't know what it is? No, they have to know. Yeah, probably. Right. Is there a part... Just don't talk about it. I, I would really... So I would honestly don't... Just let's all pretend it didn't happen. And I am never... That's never the advice I give. I think it's always best to just, like, talk openly. What's going to come of this? Like, we all... You have your private life. They have theirs. They this the two converged in this moment. It wasn't meant to happen. So let's all pretend it didn't. Like I talk about this stuff on stage, and my parents will be watching the show. We don't talk about what I talked about off sure. stage later. Like, they I'd witnessed like to hear it more, but we don't go. Then how did you feel about that? Yeah. So just they saw the things. Just collect the box. Act like nothing happened and go back to normal. And I'm guessing. Well, every family has the stuff. Add it into the box of things that this family doesn't talk about, like your mom's alcoholism and <laughs> your dad cheated, your, the, the time your dad cheated, whatever it is, like add this to the pile yeah. of stuff that we just don't talk about. Also, we, I think there sometimes we, we build things up in our brain too much. Totally. They might just be like, yeah, it's a sex toy. I don't want it in the house anyway. Yes. Take it back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's probably not that big of a deal. I, I agree. I think it's, I, I, in college, I accidentally, I was really, I was anorexic in college and I didn't have any butt. Like my, my butt was like, I already don't have a butt even when I have fat on me, but I had no butt. And this was 2000. I like found this catalog that had like butt pads that you could like wear. Sure. And, Cause it was just like uncomfortable to sit. And I also like wanted a butt yeah. because I had none. And I was like, I was just trying to like appear that I wasn't sick. And so I ordered <laughs> these butt pads and they got sent to my mom's house. And I had this same thing of like, Oh my God, she know like for whatever it doesn't seem like a big deal now after talking about anal all the whole hour and <laughs> but and my parents do have serious so but it at the time we've never talked about it like she sent she just sent it to me with all the other stuff that she had to send to me like the proactive I had ordered yeah. whatever it was and we didn't talk about it and huh. it was but it was some things are just better left. You're just embarrassed quietly. You don't need to talk about it. Yeah. They, and like, you, my mom probably didn't even know what it was. She I was, was probably say. like, it's just like a shirt. Like, she probably just was like, oh, whatever. Close. And I made it a huge big deal. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Email number two. I had a steamy dream about a coworker and now I can't make eye contact. 
Well, there's no easy way to say this, but I had a very steamy dream about a coworker the other day. We work in the same office and have a friendly relationship, and yes, I do think they're kind of attractive. On the other hand, we're both happily married, and it's not something I'd ever really go in for real life. It was it was very vivid, and I can still remember images from it, so now I don't know how I'll face them when I'm in the office next. We're friendly, but not the, hey, I had a dream about making intimate, creative love to you level no, you of friendly. No, you cannot say that. So I can't just explain... What so I can't just explain why I suddenly can't make, make can't make eye contact without sounding like a turbo pervert. What do I do? You just you lucky lady or guy like it's from Lottie. So Lottie, I think it's a girl, yeah. you lucky lady to have like an office crush that yeah. is never going to be requited, and that you can just think about this person. And I think that if you're ha- fantasizing about them, they're probably fantasizing about you. They can feel it. And this just ride this energy because you're married. It's never going to happen. But it's all you have now because you're never going to have that feeling with your husband again. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> That's just the way it is. So l- lucky. I mean, like, yeah, not being able to make eye contact and like feeling like they I- I've had that before where you feel like they can just see if you make uh-huh. eye contact with them, like, they'll just know they'll everything know. that happened. But they, they it's they not going, they won't know no. again. It's you're making it into more than you think. But this feels like the start of a of a affair. Yeah. This is how they start. Yes. Uh, and you're even like dipping your toe in here being like, would it be okay if I like you almost asked us if it would be okay if you if could I tell say, them if you could say it. And we dream. all know the best way to let someone know that you like them is to say, I, I tell for- him my hotel room <laughs> number, but also I had a dream, dream about, about you. you. And so they go, don't what were we do doing? it. Because you know you want to, you know it'd be sexy, you know <gasps> he's into you too, just fucking jerk off to that feeling the rest of your goddamn monogamous life. <laughs> yeah, that feeling is uh, NRE, new relationship energy. Oh. And it is the most like pungent energy in the world. There's nothing better. Oh. It's it really is a shame that when you get into a relationship, you are forbidden from ever having that again. I think it's one of the problems. It's the biggest no. problem with monogamy is that you're not allowed to have that NRE anymore. That, and you can like you can kind of fake it like you can do. But you can't. No, it's it's not good. But I do think that you don't have to act on it. Like, I think if a couple can come to a terms where they go, you can you can have that fun energy up until the point where it's crossing this boundary that I put in the sand, whether that's like a hand holding or like a le- letting the person know you dreamed about them. But like, have a little fun. Like, Flirt. I don't think we should steal that from our partners for to never have that again. Like, it doesn't mean they can cheat. But like, I I think that's important to feel alive. Are to you feel sexual? A closed relationship person? I'm. I'm actually would be open to open. only uh, an open relationship or a, a poly, poly type thing. I don't. I just don't. But my partner, current partner, would not be mm-hmm. with on my end, and I'm fine with that. Like, I'm not really like craving other dick or like it's just that's not something. You it's more like cast I, of characters. Yeah, I would rather be. <laughs> I'd rather be open on his end anyway. I'm I'm turned on by that. Oh, so I like that. I like that. I don't really need it on my end. If he's doing that, if he's like flirting and stuff, and I'm hearing about it, or like he has like a thing cooking with someone. Yeah. I love it. Would you be sitting in the corner, no. jerking off, smoking, watching them fuck? No. Okay. Uh, maybe if I don't have to be involved at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. You'd be in the shadows. Yeah, but I'd have to like talk to her on the way out or something. You know, I'd have to be like, yeah, so you can just take the elevator down and then actually you go to floor two because that's where the garage is and then you can go out and I think it'll be like three bucks, but like it's sometimes it's just open. Like I'd have to like have that conversation or be like, do you want some water? Like I just don't want to have to talk to her at all. So totally. maybe if I hid in the closet or something, then that'd be, she'd have to know I was there. It's a crime, yeah, a that's a crime. Bit. That's yeah. a crime. So, um, no, I'd rather just him do it and then tell me about it later. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the last one, play with my butt. Okay. <laughs> um, I've been hooking up with this girl for a while. It's very casual. Anyhow, the sex is pretty great. I've always had a good time. I'm not so bad. It's not so bad. I can say that. So the question is, I like to have my butt played with, especially when someone is going down on me. Uh, but I don't know how to bring it up to them. And I'm not complaining. I love it when we're together and we do some stuff that isn't so vanilla, but this is something that I'm a little self-conscious about. Yeah. Um, how do I bring something like this up? What do you think? Um, this is really, you know what? I talk a big game when I'm like, be open, be honest. If you're if you're afraid to be honest, that's probably not a great sign. But like, especially I think this sounds like it's a, a heterosexual man with a woman. I think there's this like, big fear that like if you if like anything your butt you're gay you know it's like and then if you're gay you're weak or you're not like the man I thought you were so I can see where this would be very scary to tell a girl hey if you want to like play with my butthole because I don't think a lot of girls crave playing with straight guys buttholes so I think this is a really treacherous I see where they're 
insecure about it. But I, I also think that women are just, if you're, if your girlfriend is online, like she's heard about this phenomenon totally. in straight men. Like totally. it's, it's, and it's not a phenomenon. It like actually feels amazing. And I think of that, course. I think that, um, I think joke about it maybe when you're not intimate. And sure. say, you know what I was thinking might feel good? Or like maybe saying like you heard about it yes, somewhere. Your friend your friend did it. You know, Carl and Lisa. Yeah. Like you heard about it and it's something and and even prefacing it with I'm a little embarrassed to tell you this, but I feel and you can judge me if you want, but I'm kind of intrigued at the, what this could thing could be. I would go even further to say I mm. think a women might be turned on by that vulnerability. Yes. Where they're like, he was honest with me and he told me what he needs. I'm the only one he's ever told this yes. to. Oh my God. And I love when a guy likes that because it's an extra thing in your arsenal to like wrap it up. Yeah. To be like, well, I'm done sucking his dick. Oh, I'm ready for this to be over. My jaw is hurting. Here we go. <laughs> Let's press the turbo button. Let's get to our destination quicker. Oh, Nikki Glazer, this has been so much fun. It's so fun. I really love, appreciate, and respect you so much. Thank you. I likewise. It's so. It means so much to me that you said all those nice things about me because it's mutual. And I just, you have, you're just so funny and cool, and you have great taste. And um, I love to be one of the things that you taste. Yes, it's awesome. Yum 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 yum. It makes me feel amazing. I Um, love you so much. uh, The last thing is. Uh, inviting you to join the show's montage. That's where my guests give their best like sex noises, sex sounds. Mm -hmm. They can be funny. They can be real. They can be horrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That was perfect. (laughs) Um, I like I was maybe just clearing my throat. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's brilliant. Where can people find you? What do you want people to do? to get closer to Nikki Glazer. Um, Nikki Glazer on Instagram and uh, NikkiGlazer.com for all my tour dates and FBoy Island on Mondays on the CW. And yeah, and and I have a podcast every week, two times a week called the Nikki Glazer Podcast where you can find all your podcasts. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Zach. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this wherever you get your podcasts. And in the meantime, keep sucking and fucking.